0: Welcome back to Live Mike, final segment of the 1 o'clock hour. 153 is the KSL News Time. I want to talk to you about something I am calling the presidential pendulum. It is where policies of the United States are able to swing back and forth very dramatically from one presidential administration to the next. You see, that was a fear by the founders that if one branch of government or one individual within the government was able to wield such unilateral power that as that governmental official was replaced by election, that they could, you know, with the single signing of a pen, undo and upend much of the the work and the policy and the machinery of their predecessor. What am I talking about? Well, you see, the president has... You know, either legally or illegally, Well, that depends on your interpretation of things, the ability to issue forth executive orders where uh, authorities, either grabbed or granted, uh, allow them to make dramatic declarations, nearly synonymous with law, which is a little bit dangerous if you think about it, because we have three branches of government, right? We have uh, legislative, executive, and judicial. It is the legislative branch, Congress. Congress is the branch of government empowered to craft laws. All right, let me schoolhouse Rocky again. We all know that, and yet it is that, in sub and substance and effect, there uh, is the ability for a president to uh, issue forth an executive order, and if uh, no one really challenges it, it essentially becomes by precedent uh, an authority uh, and a power, hand uh, held by the president. Here in Utah, we are seeing the unfortunate reality of uh, the abuse of executive uh, authority, specifically executive order, um, in Bears Ears. If you remember, uh, there's a lot of talk of Bears Ears in years past, and it's been kind of quiet lately. Until now, there are a pair of commissioners in San Juan County. Two of the three county commissioners there have drafted uh, a, an article, a resolution, and through their two to one vote, approved it, which calls on President-elect Joe Biden to, when in office, issue forth uh, an executive order, which would again change the boundaries of uh, Bears Ears National Monument and Indian Creek National Monument. You see, uh, years back few years ago, I think it was uh, 2016 maybe, uh, then President Barack Obama declared uh, Bears Ears to be uh, a a national monument. It was then 1.35 million acres, I believe. And President Trump then, right here in the state of Utah, he came and visited and uh, he toured a bit and from the Utah state capitol uh, declared a change. He used himself that, that executive order authority and executive order uh, changed. In fact, here uh, is President Trump back in December of 2017 as he signed that order. I've come to Utah to take a very historic action to reverse federal overreach and restore the rights of this land to your citizens. Now, this that I bring up is not a Bears Ears debate. All right? You can fall on either side or any side of this argument. That's fine, but we're going to set that aside. The principle that Bears Ears right now is highlighting is the fact that a president is able to, with executive order, uh, make, make such dramatic decisions, declarations unilaterally, uh, which just change things back and forth. And that's what is being called on now by these commissioners. They want uh, President-elect Biden to, once he is in office, to exercise authority to uh, roll back what Trump did, which was an alteration of what Obama did. And (laughs) it can go like that, uh, back and forth, back and forth, uh, to the point where immense resources are expended in switching back and forth. I mean, think about this. There if this were to take place, if we were to now again adjust the boundaries of these national monuments here in Utah, uh, think about the, uh, the resources that would be required. Think about the changing of simple things like signage, those uh, federal employees responsible for uh, you know, taking care of them. That all changes. And in fact, uh, President-elect Obama, Ob- uh, President-elect Biden has made it known, in fact, promising to roll back much of what Trump has done. I'm going to start by reversing the Trump tax cuts for the super wealthy and corporations. One example. Now, I'm not sure if he intends to do that by uh, executive order. I don't think he has the authority to uh, impact taxes like that uh, via executive order. But uh, what that does communicate is a desire to roll these things back. And while sure it's just a letter sent by two uh, county commissioners from, you know, a corner of Utah, there is a good chance that uh, President-elect Biden, once he becomes president, picks this up and says, hey, you know what? Yeah, why don't you draw that up? It's a dangerous thing, and it is something that has been ceded to the executive office for many, many years by Congress. I don't fault uh, simply the the president or whoever has occupied the presidency, uh, but also Congress. They ceded power to the executive branch during the Civil War, during World War I and World War II. And subsequent to those events, they didn't take back those authorities they ceded. I think that same principle applies today during the coronavirus era at the state level. There are certain authorities being wielded by governors that if their respective state legislatures don't uh, keep a close eye on and re-grasp and retain and regain following the pandemic, well, we might be in some trouble down the road. A lot of flip-flopping back and forth in terms of policy. Quick break. Back with more on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL.